Round one. Fight. <laughs> What is going on, BW Sports One World? It is Friday night, and you know what time it is. It's time to get them hands up. It's time for some Combat Zone right here on BW Sports One. And we got to thank our wonderful family, Rockstar Realty 317-503-8322. Looking to buy or sell a home? Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. Our good uh, charity fundraising and non-for-profit partners, Driving for Dyslexia, 317-643-1105. Call them, donate We actually have some type of contest going on, if that's what you want to call it. So, my personal trainer, uh, and our guest is going to love this one. My personal trainer had put up a $500 donation. So, if we get $500 uh, to donate through the next 25 days, I think. So, you got about, you know, three weeks or so to donate. We hit that $500 mark. He's going to put me through torture by making me wear every chain he has in that facility for a full workout. Not just one part of it, not just one aspect. Yes, the full workout, folks. I'm looking so forward to it. But it's for a great cause, so hit that donation, 317-643-1105. And speaking of my personal trainer, stay elite. With Elite Performance, 765-499-1005. If you want to look this good, you call Zach Deer at Elite Performance, 765-499-1005. Last but not least, Aries Academy and Aries Sports Vision Training. It's like the gods of your eyes, folks. I've been doing the training. And another thing uh, my guests should uh, be listening to because I'll send them a link. Uh, Aries Academy, man, it, it makes you, your mind work with your eyes. You get quicker reaction time. You get quicker, uh, better depth perception to see when those punches are coming or the kicks are coming and to be able to move out of the way. So hit them up, www.aries-academy.com. Without further ado, I've been – I look forward to talking to this man every time I can. And, you know, I don't know. It's just something about him. It just brings out the mayhem in me. So without further ado, let's bring mayhem in himself, Mr. Nathan Manis. What's going on, brother? How we doing? Everything's good, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you know you are more than welcome anytime and every time we can, brother. Thank you for coming back on. Uh, we'll start off. He is the co-host of tonight's Combat Zone. <laughs> Uh, there is a fight in the works for him with the UFC. It's technically, as of right now, it's talking about April. However, we're not going to talk about that yet. We're going to talk more so about some other things, but we'll get Nate back on uh, here in a couple weeks when the UFC finally decides to unveil 
the the part the uh yeah the opponent and then we'll get you back on and we'll have an interview to talk about that upcoming fight but you know i know we both like the fighting world i know that we both can talk about it and i know we both like betting on the fight <laughs> now i'm starting to lose my love for betting i'm gonna tell you that <laughs> well, you, you know you got a lot you got to talk to the lion man before you get those sin bets you got to talk to your boy right here man hey dan who you going with? And that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, I'm in the betting spirit, man. I'm in the betting spirit. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I need to tell everybody how you tried to take my money over Poirier McGregor. You tried to do I, me a little dirty. I, I tried. <laughs> I tried. What was it? The A dollar? I put up a dollar and you put up your next uh, UFC check. <laughs> yeah, it didn't sound too fair. Totally understand. <laughs> I would have gladly taken a bet, though. Yeah, man, that was a crazy fight. Uh, you called it, though. <laughs> well, you know, I'm not always good at calling, but I have been pretty damn decent over the past month in my uh, fighting bets. So I'll take yeah. it. I'll take hey, it. I would take it, too. <laughs> so, I mean, going forward, here we go. UFC fight night tomorrow night. Uh, the big boys. Our main, our headline in this, uh, again, you know, last week we had the big boys going out again. Um, but let's start off with, uh, let's see, who's the first fight we got here? Let's start off with Pedro Munoz and Jimmy Rivera. So just to kind of fill everybody in, Nate sent me a picture earlier. He said, if I'm going to bet this weekend, which he's still on the fence, but I think after talking to me, he might he might have some money put on these <laughs> what we talk about. Um, so he sent me three fights and we're going to talk about these three fights plus the main event, obviously. And then we're going to get into a little, uh, little boxing talk, um, that everybody's finally hearing and would love to see that fight coming up here. But we're going to start with, like I said, Jimmy Rivera and Pedro Munoz. Uh, Nate, let's hear your, let's hear your thoughts on this fight. Uh, man, I, I feel like I'm going to go with Pedro Munoz. Andy's the underdog. Uh, he's a slight underdog, I think, maybe plus 120, something like that. But, uh, you know, he's knocked out Cody Garbrandt. Uh, he had a really close fight with Frankie Edgar. A lot of people thought that he won that. Mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Rivera's been a little inconsistent as of late. You know, he put together a long run earlier in his career. Uh, I think that's a good bet if you're going to take an underdog. Well, let's talk about that, sir. <laughs> How are you feeling? <laughs> so Rivera, I'm gonna go. He's got about four inch reach advantage on him. You know, yeah. not much in the in the leg reach. You look at their, uh, you know, their wins by. They've actually, uh, you know, Munoz is coming off of that loss last fight. Uh, yeah. Rivera's riding riding the wind cage. Um, you know, I'm looking at the little stats here because I, I I got my cheat sheets up here. I don't know if you got them, but I got my <laughs> cheat sheets up here. No, um, I don't. <laughs> Uh, you know, average fight time, Rivera's gone uh, the distance a little more, I should say, or, or going yeah. farther into fights. Um, when you look at significant striking, they're relatively, you know, about the same with Rivera landing, you know, about one significant strike per 15 seconds of the fight. When you look at Munoz, he's looking at about one every 10 to 12 seconds um, in a fight. And you know, absorbing per minute is the diff is the significant difference that I see with Munoz taking about six uh, to Rivera's three and a half to four per minute. Right. Um, 
Defense is relatively the same. Now, the thing I'm looking at here is will Munoz be able to get Rivera down? That's where I'm skeptical on. So Rivera has a 95% takedown defense compared to Munoz's 81%. Not mm-hmm. much different. But I'm gonna have to disagree with you, sir. I'm <laughs> going to uh I'm gonna have to stick with Jimmy Rivera at the minus 150 currently right now. And that's gonna be my first uh that'll be my first one. That's how it usually goes, isn't it? <laughs> you know. I think what was it? Did you say last time whoever you pick go with the or a lot of people were saying whoever you yeah. pick go with the opposite? I, I lost every single fight, man. <laughs> every single one. Oh, and again, you didn't call your boy first. <laughs> I get lured in somehow, man. I don't know how it happens. Well, I, I'm sure uh, our friend Bobby Emmons has no uh, no no arm twister or anything with you on anything, right? Right, right, right. right. None at all. <laughs> right. We'll go with that. So you're going to go with uh, Munoz, and I'm going to go with Rivera. As of now, bets haven't been put in yet. Manis right. may have a little slight uh, change of change of thought here. I would never know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's our first fight going up. Second fight we're going to talk about is Bruce Leroy. You know, I, I always like watching him on the show. You know, I, I like seeing him progress. He's going up against Kevin Groom. Uh, you start. Yeah, I think I like Bruce Leroy in this fight. Um, I think he's a minus 200. You probably have the sheet up right there. Uh, I do. (laughs) I I don't feel like Kevin Kroom is a bad bet, though. Uh, You know, being the underdog, he's as tough as they come. You know, he was uh, counted out in his UFC debut, and he come out, I think, with a drop the guy and then guillotined him. Mm -hmm. So uh, they both have a lot of experience. Uh, I I know he fought for Titan FC back in the day. Uh, Obviously, Bruce Leroy has the UFC experience. But uh, I think I'd take uh, Bruce Leroy in this fight. So my question, Nate, and help me out with this, because I'm looking at the stat sheets here, and Kroom usually fights at 145. Uh, Bruce Lee, I, can, I don't want to, I don't want to butcher his last name because I can never say it right. So I'm just going to yeah. call him Bruce Leroy. Uh, <laughs> he usually fights at 135. Do you know? Is this a uh, catch weight, or is one which one's moving? Um, maybe Bruce Leroy just dropped down, but from what I know, he's fought at 145 most of his career. So that could have been maybe here recently dropped down and I didn't see it, but I think they're both 45s. Okay, so we're going to go with uh, this is a 145-pound fight then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking at their reach, they are identical. I mean, heights, Mm -hmm. one inch. Reach is identical at 73 and a half inches, 41 inches on the leg reach compared to 39 for Kroom. Um. That probably is not going to make that much significance, in my opinion. Um, I think the, I, I think in this one, it's going to be the the octagon experience, like you kind of had mentioned just a little bit ago. You know, he has had that UFC experience. He's been in that octagon many times. Uh, he came up through the show, um, so he does have that experience. And I'm not taking anything away from Kroom. As you said, you know, he he's he can be electrifying, but I will agree with you on this one. I think Bruce Leroy will pull it out. Um, yes, he is, and as of now, he is a, a minus 200 favorite. So 
I, yeah, I can't go wrong with with this favorite. I'm gonna stick with that one, just like you, sir. So you can make sure you bet on that one because we agreed on that. What do you you think about parlaying him? You think you put an outright bet on it? How do you think you would approach it? You know, on this on this fight card, I probably will do a a parlay, and I'm probably going to do a parlay with the three that you mentioned plus the main event, and um, mm -hmm. I'll probably go that route. Honestly, it. it I mean, you know, when you got a uh, minus 200 favorite and then you look at the main event that we'll get to, you know, there's a big difference in the favorite to the underdog. Now, granted, we saw last week anything can happen. And I do not understand why. Um, well, yeah, what's it? Lewis. Was, yeah, I don't understand why he was such a big underdog like he like what the odds were saying. But, hey, I'll gladly take the plus 300 win. <laughs> Yeah, that's what me and Bobby were saying the same thing at the gym. It was pretty crazy how much of an underdog he was when he puts people away, man. Uh, as far as heavyweights go, I don't think the odds should ever be that different mm -mm. just because anybody can put anybody out on any night. So, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good bet. Now, let me ask you Not a question. for me, obviously. <laughs> let me ask you, because I sent you what I bet on, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about that ending real quick. Mm -hmm. Now – Everybody's sitting there, you know. He had a lot of uh, people, pretty much talking shit to Derek Lewis on why he didn't stop. You know, my opinion is exactly what Lewis said. You know, the ref's job is to stop the fighter from continuing, and if the ref doesn't stop you, you have to continue because, I mean, like he said, you know, he could sit up like the Undertaker all of a sudden. Right. Anything could happen. I mean, that leg, he could be coming down or something, and he kind of hesitating. Uh, anybody could throw an up kick and just nail you and knock you out right then, and then it's all changed. So what is your opinion and thoughts on, you know, the the, the talk of was it a, was it a bad uh, thing to see at the end, or did he handle it correctly? Yeah, I don't think it's anything that you want to see. Um, but if I was in that position, I probably would have done the same thing. You know, I, I don't slide him at all. You got to put guys away. You know, half your money depends on it. Uh, I think you want a bonus for the knockout. I mean, you got you got to make sure you finish the fight there. Um, I don't say nothing about the ref. He got there as fast as he can. You know, it takes, you know, just as much time for us to react for the refs as it does for us when we're fighting. So I understand that point. Um I, I used to like the Mark Hunt uh, walkaway knockouts. You know what I'm saying? He'd hit the guy and just walk off. I'm a big fan of those. You know, that takes a lot of guts to do. Uh, so I, I'd like to see some of those. But, uh, yeah, man, I, I have nothing against Derek Lewis for jumping in and finishing the job. I agree. I, I do like those walk-off knockouts. It's something different about it. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. And then, But when you see it like, you know, what Lewis did, you know, I agree. You know, the fight wasn't over until the ref got to him, and I think it was Herb Dean. Uh, he did get to him as quick as possible, like you said. I mean, it it, it happens. It's the yeah. fight world. Nobody really likes to see – nobody wants to see anybody get hurt, obviously. Right. But it's part of it. Yeah, man, and I want to talk about um, Derek Lewis's patience. You know, uh, Curtis was winning that fight, was looking really good. Even his stand-up was looking better than in the past. And uh, he timed that uppercut perfect, man. Uh, Curtis Blade shot with his head to the outside, and that uppercut hit him solid. It was a good performance by both of them. You know, it kind of reminds me of somebody else that uh, tried to shoot on somebody and ate something, what, just a couple months ago? Yeah, something like that. That's yeah. so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know, if you're coming in, you got to be prepared to take a shot. And if you're not, if you're not prepared to take that shot or block or maneuver or or get into the guy quicker, you're gonna leave yourself wide open like you did. And mm-hmm. it, tremendous uh, accuracy on Derek yeah. Lewis's part. And, and patience waiting on that opportunity to present itself, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, anything can happen in a heavyweight. I mean, anything could happen in any fight. But especially when you get up to 265 pounds throwing around there, it's only going to take that one instant that could change the world. And for Lewis, it did that night. Yeah, for sure. I agree. All right. Let's move to the third fight. This Again, these fights were picked by Manus. They, they were picked by Mayhem himself, so that's what we're going over for. So the third one that he picked is Alexander Hernandez versus Tiago Moises, uh, Moises, right? Is that how you say yeah. it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. You have the floor, sir. Who you got? Uh, this one's the hardest one for me. Uh, I feel like we'll probably disagree on this one. I'm a little bit biased towards uh, Tiago Moises. Uh, we almost got scheduled. I was on the LFA card. And was trying to get an opponent, and they offered me him at 155. Obviously, he's a really big guy, so I ended up declining it. So I feel like something towards him, you know, an almost opponent. Uh, I really like his jujitsu game. I know um, Hernandez is a, a really good athlete, probably has the striking upper hand, probably hard to get taken down. I might stick away from this one just because I feel like this is where I'm getting pulled into somebody I like more than who I think <laughs> will win. Uh, if I bet, I would take Hernandez. I would like for Moises to win. Okay. Well, Let's let's go over the stats before I say you were right or wrong on me disagreeing. <laughs> uh, both of them coming off a win. Records are you know twelve and three for Hernandez, fourteen and four for Moises. So you know they they're right there. Uh, you got two uh, inch and a half reach advantage with Hernandez, uh, half inch on the leg reach difference with Hernandez winning that. Still, I don't see those being so significant. Um, not in this fight. Sometimes even an inch can can make or break a fight, but I don't think it's going to be the cause of, of anything for either one of these guys in this fight. Um, Moises is known to go farther um, in fights, you know, longer yeah. fights. Uh, he's, I mean, the average of time is, I don't think is right here because it says 15 minutes. So I don't think every fight he's had has went to a decision. Um, but you know, you go to Hernandez, he's, he's averaging about eight minutes. So he's averaging, you know, right there about a round and a half. Um, could that be the difference? It it could, you know, just the length of being in the fight. Um, here's where I'm looking at those significant strikes. You know, Moises is, is pretty accurate with his, with his strikes. It's 62% and he's throwing, you know, roughly one, or he's hitting and connecting with a an actual significant strike, one every twenty seconds um, in a fight. Compare that to one every fifteen seconds or so for Hernandez. So Hernandez may have a significant strike advantage on him, but I think Moises is a different type of fighter, and I don't think Hernandez is. I don't want to say he's not ready. Because everybody yeah. at your guys' level has got to be ready, regardless yeah. of who you're fighting. Um, I just think the ground game from Moises may pull the win out for him. And I'm actually – and I picked Tiago to win this at plus 195 currently. 
So surprised me a little bit on that one. I like it though. <laughs> See, I, now maybe that bet just switched over on your end. <laughs> yeah. See, I want to put money on Tiago. Maybe you've convinced me. <laughs> well, you know, if if my winning percentage over the past month hasn't convinced you, sir, I don't know <laughs> what else I can do. I'm convinced. I think I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> all right. Now, before you make that bet, before you make all these bets, man, you might want to call me. Hey, Dan, <laughs> I'm feeling it. Are we good? I'm like, yeah, we're good. And now uh, I'll hit the, you up tomorrow morning time, just to make yeah, sure. This will be the time that I just <laughs> blow them all out. It's like, whoops. Yeah, I shouldn't have picked that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My curse uh, overrides your luck. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> to the big boys, the main event on the card yet again sits in the heavyweight division. I am not Rosen. Okay, Rosen Streak is that how you say it? Biggie boy, yeah, Rosen Streak, Rosen Strike, yeah, something okay. like that. And then you got Gain, you got Cyril Gain. Is it Cyril? I think it's Cyril, yeah, I think Cyril Gain. All right, 11 and 1 for Rosen Strike versus 7 and 0 for Gain. Nate, who you got? Uh, when I fought for TKO, uh, Gain was their heavyweight champion when I was their 135 champion. Uh, we fought on the same card together. I've watched the guy warm up for a heavyweight, man. He's he's so fast. He's so quick. Uh, the variety of moves he was throwing. You know, he wasn't just a jab overhand right guy. Spinning elbows, flying knees, uh, spin kicks for, for a big guy. Uh other than getting caught, man, I, I think he's a way better fighter. I think he's could be the future of the heavyweight division. I mean, I was that impressed with him. Uh, Jarzino, Rosenstrike, I mean, he can always hit you. He was losing to Alistair Overeem, put him away in the third round, backing up against the cage and just landed one. Uh, I think he just beat – I think they both beat Junior Dos Santos here recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say outside of just a, a knockout that can happen to heavyweight, I, I'm going to take game. So let's look at the uh, the tail of the tape. Let, let's call it the tail of the tape tonight. <clears throat> um, obviously, Rosenstrike has a huge knockout uh, TKO advantage over what Gain has had. Uh, you're looking at 91% of his fights are ending in a knockout or a technical knockout. Is that good or bad? You know, that could be up for debate because – and you look the, here's the difference that I'm looking at. Gaina's only average fight is less than a round where Rosenstrike has went the distance – well, went into uh, the second round, the third round before. So he may have a little advantage there. Um, you know, significant striking, they're on point with each other. Uh, the only difference is the connecting on those, the accuracy. I'm going to give it to Gain at 68% over Rosenstrike's uh, 46%. Everything else is pretty close. Uh, Gain, I think, has a better defense uh, standing up. And I think he could actually get some big boys to the ground if need be. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to agree with you on this. I think Gain pulls it out again. Like we both said, any given night, the knuckles or the you know the the hands can meet the chin, and that and that sweet chin music can just be lights out for anybody, especially at two hundred and sixty pounds. But I think technicality gains going to have the win. I think he uh, even has a heel hook in the UFC, right? Didn't he heel uh, hook Dante Mays? I mean, 
I believe so. I believe you're right. Yeah. See, that's why I bring these wonderful co-hosts in with me, guys. <laughs> you know, he knows the shit. <laughs> I think you got uh, JDS down a couple times. I mean, I think the grind and pound goes to him. The wrestling goes to him. The variety of submissions for a heavyweight. You, I don't know if we've ever seen a heel hook outside of Frank Mir, maybe Noguera. So, I mean, he's he's got the whole deal. Uh, I definitely got to go with him for sure. And I like your concept and you know, your thought about him being the future of uh, of the heavyweight division. We got some – I would love to see Derek Lewis and Gaines go out. And let me – let's see if Gaines wins. Mm-hmm. But then I want to see those two kind of go out because I think that that might be the, the last step before the title. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. What are you thinking on that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, from what I understand, him and uh, and Ganu used to train together over in France before Francis moved, you know, here and trains at the Performance Institute. Okay. So, you know, they're probably have some experience together. That would be a matchup I'd like to watch, too. Good point. I like it. Insider information <laughs> from the man himself. I love it. I love it. Okay, so you talked about uh, the parlay. Here's the parlay that I'm going to go with. I'm going to put all four of those on a on a $10 pick. So whatever that works out to be, I'll let you know. I'll send you a picture of it once I once I get those in, and uh, we'll go from there. Are you going to go individual fight betting? Are you going to go parlay? You going to go a little little bit of both? What are you thinking? I know you were on the fence of even doing it this weekend, but I I, I think I might have talked you into it. Yeah, I think I might uh, do an individual for Moises since he is such a big underdog. Just put a couple on him, and then uh, I might parlay the other three. Okay. Because I know Gaines a big uh, big favorite. Uh, Bruce Leroy is a big favorite. And then maybe throw an underdog or something like that on there just to see what I can get. There you go. I like it. I like it. All right. Now, boxing. There is a a boxing match tomorrow night. We're not going to go really in-depth with it, but, uh, you know, I'll throw it out there. I'm going to butcher this guy's name. He's the uh, whether well, uh, uh, the Turkish assassin in my mind is what his name is. He's forty and one. Uh, Yild Yildirim, I think mm-hmm. that's how you say his name, versus Canelo Alvarez for the super middleweight title. Now we've heard Alvarez say this year that he's going to unify four different belts. He's got two at the at the moment right now. Um, he's a huge underdog, Nate. So Alvarez is sitting at minus five thousand. <laughs> yeah, no win betting than that. Yeah. Um, to Yildirim's plus one thousand two hundred and fifty. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. It's I'm worth a dollar. Gonna, for sure. I'm probably gonna <laughs> throw a ten dollar bet on him to win because. And I'm not saying that it can't happen. You know, Alvarez obviously is the champ for a reason. Yeah. However, this guy's 40 and one for a reason. If you would have gave Alvarez somebody that's, you know, 25 and 12 or, you know, 30 and and 20 or something like that, and he's made his way back up there. Yeah, I can see that. But, man, Yodirium is sitting at 40 wins and one loss. There's a reason, and you bet your ass I'm putting that $10 bet on him to win that fight. I mean, you know how my luck is, man. Uh, I'll put some money <laughs> on Canelo, and we'll just split your 10 bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> 5K, 5K, and I'll, I'll take Canelo out of there. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Hey, you know what? I honestly, because 
I know on my bookie that uh, we use, you can mm-hmm. parlay a boxing match with a MMA. Sure. I might, I might have to do something. I, I might have to throw Ilderium and Moises on a on a two two card parlay and just let it roll. Hey man, I that like it. P and nice hit. It's definitely worth some money for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hell, you're looking at plus one one ninety five for Moises, and then again plus twelve fifty for Yildirim. That's got to be a nice payout. You're roughly at fifteen plus fifteen hundred, probably if not more. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I'm gonna put some money on it now that you said what the odds were. <laughs> I got, got to. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Now, the big news in the boxing world. Everybody knows these two names: Fury, Joshua. We are finally getting close to seeing Joshua with a title shot, as well-deserved as it is. Nate, I know you're in UFC, you're in the MMA world, but you know as well as I do that this fight is what everybody wants to see it happen. What's your thoughts on it? Now, obviously, it's not it's not official yet. They're, in, they're close to the deal. If, you know, let's just say, hypothetical question, boom. Sign contractor sign date is set. What are you thinking? Uh, I think I'm gonna go with uh Tyson Fury. You know, I was uh really impressed with his last performance against Deontay Wilder. I don't buy into the whole my suit was so heavy, I got tired. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> buying any of that. You know, he's got uh probably the best footwork in the heavyweight division, uses his reach. You know, some people have reach and don't know how to use it, he uses his reach really well. Uh, even in their first fight, you know, to get hit as hard as he did. And to get back up, you know, I, that kind of makes you feel, can Joshua put him away? Um, I think on a technical standpoint, he's going to outbox Joshua. Um, what is Anthony Joshua in his last two? Is he one and one in his last two? Uh, the yeah. Ruiz? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, so I – You're right, one and one. Yeah, so he's, he's lost here in his last couple, and then he regained that win over Ruiz. But uh, it just shows that he can be caught and put away too. So I, I would definitely lean towards um, Tyson Fury for sure. Okay. Well, um, in a hypothetical world where this is is done, deal, date, set, and everything, I would love to see what the odds will be in this fight. But sitting right now, I honestly think that Anthony Joshua is hungry. Mm -hmm. And not saying that Tyson Fury is not hungry, but he's already had that taste. He's got that taste in his mouth. I don't know how well that aftertaste is sitting because, you know, of all the conspiracies that you heard after that last fight with Wilder, you know, uh, mm-hmm. boxing glove was pushed out a little bit. So his knuckles weren't covered. Uh, you yeah. know, the, the 60 pounds of weight was just stupid in, in, in many ways. Uh, yeah. I don't think that you're, I'm not going to ever see mayhem walk to the cage in 50 pounds of armor. Will we? No, I don't think so, man. I think the crazy I'm going to get is this mullet I'm growing up, you know? I think that's you know, about as crazy as I'm going to get. <laughs> I've been I've been watching the progression of the mullet. I have, <laughs> and I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I can't wait. It's coming. Uh, it's coming yeah, when, we are, when we're able to talk about that next fight here in a couple of weeks, I can't wait to see what it looks like then. Are you good? It's coming, man. It's slow going, but it's coming. It'll be here. <laughs> yeah, 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 I can hear you. Well, okay. 
I got a little bald spot happening back here. I'm not gonna do the uh, the whole LeBron line and then party in the back. It's when it goes, it's just gonna go. <laughs> All right, so real quick, yes, this is combat zone, but I know my boy Mayhem loves some basketball. So let's hear it. All stars, you've seen who mm-hmm. who made the All Star team. Any snubs that you think should have been on there? Uh, I seen the starters. I'm I'm not sure on the reserves. Uh, I mi- I've missed that, but uh, I know I feel like Dame should have been starting. Uh, I think they had Luca in over him. You can't go wrong with how good the, all the players are, really. Uh, me and myself, I would have put Dame in there. Uh, I think Booker got snubbed, but they just put him in for AD since he was injured. Um, yep. I think Devin Booker doesn't get the respect he deserves. I mean, he's really good. It's just that he plays on Phoenix. Uh, but everything else, man, I pretty much agree with. Okay. Well, do you believe in the fan voting for the All-Stars, or do you think that the All-Star team should be based on a committee that you know actually looks at all the stats and all their playing rather than just who's favorite in the fans' world? Yeah, man, I, I hate fan voting. I would like to see uh, maybe the media, like you said, but uh, I would like to see the coaches and players. You know, that's the people that are playing against you. They know what you bring to the table more than anybody else trying to game plan against you, guard you. Uh, I would like to see the the players and coaches get more of a say. I agree wholeheartedly with you. I cannot disagree with anything you just said there. It's not like our betting where I disagree with what you're saying. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Nathan, mayhem, manus. Can't wait to see who we got lined up in April-ish, I'll say. Uh, as soon as they can make that announcement for us, we'll get you back on here. But for right now, who do you got to thank? Who do you want to give shout-outs to? And tell everybody where the hell to find you at because I know you're you're blowing up on a little, a couple other places on social media as well. So let everybody know where they get you at. Yeah, man, Instagram, Nate Mayhem one um, On Twitter, I'm trying to get more active on Twitter, so go and follow me. Let's get some action on there, Mayhem Manus one uh, You know, I'm a new ambassador for Fighting for Autism, Indiana. Uh, go check out their page, man. Trying to bring awareness to uh, to things like that for the less fortunate. Uh, me and my my longtime coach, Brad Motivator Cummings, we're getting ready to start a podcast. We're gonna be making a page for it. Uh, coming up with a name. If you have any name ideas for Mayhem and the Motivator, send me some uh, name ideas, man. We're gonna get this started here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, for my sponsors, being in construction, Max's Custom Completions, Baker Chiropractic, Ape Ethics, Team Lynn, Merle Painting, Bullet Landscapes, Great North Supplements, Nachos Grill. You know, I thank all you guys for giving me the opportunity to just train full time. Uh, And I can't wait to be back on, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Like I said, brother, anytime you are always welcome here to Combat Zone. Um, So Eminem is what I'm thinking. You know, Eminem. Got to come up with a concept of that. Now, if you need any design help, let me know. We can always work something out uh, because I got something in mind already, but – uh, you guys probably got something. You guys probably got something uh, lined up on that. But you guys, let me know if you guys need any help. Um, always love to cross promote with you guys. Have no problem doing that. Get you out there and uh, yeah, appreciate it again, Nate, for coming on with me, brother. Yeah, man, I'll definitely probably be getting with you about it. You know, I'd like to hear the ideas. So thanks for having me on, man.
Sounds good, man. Until uh, next time, we'll catch everybody here at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time next Friday night. Pay attention to the UFC uh, fight night tomorrow night. And me and Nate's going to be putting out our picks later, uh, you know, probably Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon before the mm-hmm. fight start, and see who agrees with who. <laughs> hey, sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, brother. Have a good one. We'll see everybody next week. Remember, BWSports1.com is the place to be. Until then, we're out. Peace. <laughs>